One of them's got a face for radio, and the other is blind as a bat. You be the judge of which is which. It's TM5, sponsored by Hannah Strawn Realty. Dan Marino should rot in hell. Nobody knows anything about brain. America! Who wants some Arnie Palmies? Everybody love everybody! Jesus, what happened to your face? Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Do you not realize I have had diarrhea since Easter's? Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the morning five for Thursday, September 7th, 2023. And uh, Bryce, it was an interesting night last night, but we're going to get to that here soon. But let me get started with these national days. Today is right up your alley, brother. It is National Beer Lovers Day. Oh, that's me. I mean, that's, yeah, that's 100% me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thousand percent you. Uh, Yeah. Favorite uh, favorite beer of all time is definitely Sam Adams Oktoberfest, and it's out now, so that's fantastic. Uh, I wish it was a little bit cooler to drink it. It feels weird drinking drinking an Oktoberfest beer in ninety something degree weather. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a you know I'm a big fan of beer. Yeah, I know you are. Uh, it's also National Salami Day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> beer and salami. Yes, please. <laughs> what a combo. Yeah, that doesn't change anything for you, does it? No, <laughs> no. I'm even more on board. I mean, you know, some nights that's my dinner. The kids are away or, you know, they've gone on vacation or something to the lake or, dude, beer and salami. Absolutely. That's dinner right there. It's yeah. sorted. Yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, last night, the Braves looked like. Uh, so here, let me let me preface this before I say this. Uh, Bryce and I are pretty much uh, without infringing on those our friends from columbus uh we are the common man right yeah i I would assume so yeah we are the we are the common people yeah i would agree we are we are gonna tell you straight oh yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna fluff you up we're not fluffers uh praise looked like absolute ish last night (laughs) yeah they look terrible (laughs) well i say they look terrible the 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 pitching looked terrible the offense was there um but the pitching was was very very bad yeah all right very bad very bad um braves just looked like crap last night pitching uh they they couldn't get get out of their their own way from start to finish and it you know spencer strider was went two and two thirds six hit three walks six earned five days yeah, bad game. I mean, bad game from Spencer. I, I was trying to rack my brain, and I should have looked at this before, and I'll look at it now. Um, uh, I was thinking, is this his worst game this season? And I think it's going to be tied for his worst game. Uh, just going through his game log real quick. I mean, the only other game that he's had even close to this, and it's eerily similar to it, was the game against Pittsburgh, where he went two and two-thirds, and... Um, uh, Let's see. He gave up six earned runs, so uh, sort of the same, sort of the same exact line. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't great last night. No, Michael Harris had two RBIs. Riley Olson, Osuna, and Arcia added an RBI apiece. Uh, Braves were at minus three sixty five uh, for for those betting DGens like you and I. Um, biggest upset of the year. Um, minus three fifty or more teams were five and zero on the season, and the Braves. <laughs> Changed that last night. <laughs> yeah, uh, but dude, I, it's it's I don't know ba- baseball. It's like there's so many games that are played. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I don't know. It is it is kind of surprising, but then again, it's it's not. 
because it's baseball. Like anything can happen. The, the worst team in the league can win a series against the best team in the league. Like, and that wouldn't surprise me because I don't know, baseball can get goofy at times. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt, and it's weird. Um, you know, we talked about it last yesterday. You know, it's one of 165. We should just or 162 and just wipe it away. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're now we're at a three game losing streak. And it sucks. And we, we're fighting for our freaking lives or battling for not getting swept by a team that was, you know, 20 games under 500, it felt like. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's just, we were talking about that last night. Like, what, uh, did we have a crappy game or are the Cardinals just good? The Cardinals are not good. We just had a crappy game. Yeah, there's there's no freaking doubt, though. Uh. Braves will finish up their three-game series with the Cardinals today. Is it today or tonight? Uh, I think it's tonight. I think we have. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's a day game. Let me look real quick. Do, do, do. Yeah, seven twenty. Uh, seven twenty start tonight versus the Cardinals. Freed on the bump for us. Wainwright on the bump for the Cardinals. Oh, good. Wayno gets a chance to pitch in Atlanta. Yeah, it, it kind of. It, it's it's weird. It's a weird feeling because we came off of that that long West Coast road uh, road swing. And we played so well and, you know, kind of riding a high off that. And the fact that we've lost three in a row right now, lost the series to the, the, to the Cardinals. Uh, Got to make it up in the Pittsburgh series, man, because you don't want a losing record on a homestand this late into the season. And if you if you would take into consideration that the uh, the Braves Twitter, um, then you would think the uh, the Braves are falling apart and they're the worst team in baseball. Yeah, well. That's Bryce Twitter. Um, <laughs> if, if you want to laugh, wa- look at Braves Twitter or look at Kevin McAlpin's Twitter after a game that the Braves lose. If, if you yeah. would go by what they say, the Braves are the worst team in Major League Baseball. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's great. All right. Uh, so the Braves will finish up their three game set tonight. Freed and Wayno on the round on the bump for the Braves and Cardinals, respectively. Uh, Friday Night Lights uh, begins tomorrow night. We are here on fr- Friday Junior, so that means we get Friday Night Lines, and I'm pumped about that. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> I am too. I'm, I'm j- every every Thursday morning that these come out, I get excited. Uh, the problem is when when I was opening up the our sheet and looking at it, I was like, no way, no way on a few of these. All right, let's start. Let's start off with Bowden. Um, since we always go alphabetical, Bowden versus Tattnall Square. Bowden is at home, facing off against Tattnall Square. I think uh, Tattnall Square is what two and one or one and one and two, I believe, is what Tattnall Square is this year. I think they're one and two. Um, and let me see who their losses were. Their Tattnall Square this year is not what the Tattnall Square was last year. Um, yeah, Tattnall Square is one and two. They've lost to Schley County and Saint Anna Pacelli. I've never heard of them. Yeah. Um, never heard of Saint Anne Pacelli. I have not. That does not sound like a uh, school. That sounds like a Italian dish you would order at Olive Garden. That doesn't sound like a school. Why do they come up with these names? They're terrible. Ah, uh, they beat they beat Athens Christians last week, uh, fifty four to fourteen. But you know, if if you're just going off a pure record, you could look at Bowden as well and say, oh well, you know, Bowden's only one and two in the season as well. But the two losses that Bowden has much much better teams than the two losses. That Tattnall Square yeah, has number two team in the state and a team that probably will be ranked in the state of Georgia in 4A by the end of the year. Yeah, let's be real. Yeah, 100%. 100% agree with that. Uh, Bowden is a seven point favorite. 
Yeah, I'm, give me the Red Devils. Give me the Red Devils. Uh, they're at home. Um, you know, I don't know if they have any revenge on their mind from last year from Bowden having to go down to Tattnall Square and wait for an hour and a half on a light delay. It'd still be pissing me off, I can tell you that, if I was in the Bowden Red Devils. Um, but Clearly, yeah, yeah. still. <laughs> uh, yeah, give me give me Bowden. Uh, Bowden is a seven point favorite at home versus a Tattnall Square team that's not as good as they were last year. Yeah, give me Bowden. Villarica travels to Grisham Stadium on Friday night, and uh, they are 35-point dogs. Yeah, big number, big number here. I think Carrollton covers, but I think this is going to be – we talked to Timbo yesterday about it, about last year's year's game just wasn't physical, and that's what they're looking for this year uh, against Carrollton. And I think they're going to bring it, man. I know know the game versus Heber and Christian didn't go away on the scoreboard, but the physicality that the defense showed snap in and snap out until they got a little tired in the fourth and understandably so because they were on the field so long. Uh, and then the physicality they showed versus Northgate uh, really, really impressed me. So the physicality that the defense is showing and the offensive line right now for Villarica is very impressive. I think Carrollton does cover the 35-point spread, but it's it's going to be a very physical game and the Trojans are going to wake up Saturday morning know, knowing that they were in a battle with the Wildcats on Friday night. Central is going on the road for the first time this year, and they are heading to McIntosh, and they are 14-point favorites against McIntosh. Yeah, yeah, give me Central. Give me Central on the road, two touchdown favorites. Yeah, I I don't think McIntosh is very good this year. Um, They they got wins over Fayette County. They beat Hampton 37-10 in Hampton, and Central beat them 42-7. So uh, kind of a litmus test right there of where the two programs are out. Uh, where the two programs are at. I, I think Central, once again, Central's sort of like Temple softball. I think they're underrated right now early in the season. Um, so, yeah, give me Central, two-touchdown favorite on the road. Charleston County is on the road again. <laughs> it seems like they've been on the road a lot. Um, they're at Mary Persons, and they are 32-point dogs. I, I'll i be honest with you. I don't know anything about Mary Persons. Um, I, I, give me, you know what? Give me Harrelson County as a 22-point dog on the road because the offense that Harrelson County runs, I'd be hard-pressed to think Mary Persons is going to get enough. I don't know, man. This is tough. I, I Yeah, give me give me Harrelson County on the road as a 22-point dog. I just don't think Mary Persons is going to have enough opportunities on offense to get a three-touchdown lead with that offense that Harrelson County runs because it's, it's just so unique. So, you know what? Give me the Rebels. Give me the Rebels on the road at a plus 22. I don't think they're going to win the game, but I think they I think they can get inside the three touchdown mark. Yeah, I I, I agree, honestly. I, I think it's possible. Um, Pulpwood Classic is tomorrow night. Callaway travels to Heard County, and they are 23-point favorites. Callaway oh, is. Man, that's, that's a big number for a rivalry game. Um, Heard has done a lot of not great things through the first couple of weeks of the season. And, and you know, it was one of the things that you and I were talking about. It just doesn't – it seems like they're shooting themselves in the foot way too much. Um, and, and, you know, we, we heard this week what Coach Shane Lassiter is uh, is doing to try to correct those issue, issues, which is just – it's the most Shane Lassiter thing ever. It's the most Shane Lassiter thing I've ever heard, and I absolutely love it. I am – I am a big fan of it. Give me, give me Heard County as a plus twenty three at home. Um, I don't think they win the game, 
but I, I think they keep it competitive. Probably probably somewhere around 10 to 13 points will be the winning margin. Um, so, yeah, minus 23, that's just too big of a, uh, of a uh, point spread with a rivalry game going on, man. Give me Heard County at plus 23. Speaking of big numbers, Mount Zion has a big number this weekend. They are at Heritage of Newton, and they are 27-point favorites. Give me Brad Gordon. Give me Brad Gordon. Right, right now, Mount Zion is in the top 10 in scoring uh, in single A. They have the they have a top 10 defense in, in single A in scoring. I I think you know last week last week I get, sort of got uh, bamboozled by Brad Gordon talking about how good uh, Jordan's Jordan's quarterback was, and uh, they, the Eagles did a great job of containing him. But yeah, Heritage and Noonan not a fantastic team. Uh, they lost 48 to six to Chambers Academy out in Alabama in game one and 14 to nothing uh, to Kendrick in game two. So yeah, give me the give me the Mount Zion Eagles on the road as a 27 point favorite. I know Mount Zion last year had trouble with road games. Um, and I got I got faith in Brad Gordon that he's fixed that this year and the Eagles are gonna go on the road and uh, do big things. Temple um, is an underdog yeah. in Friday night game. <laughs> didn't we we have the same issue week one oh we did yes we did (laughs) we absolutely did um like dogs week one yep yep they sure were i i don't i don't know what union county or franklin county are i don't know if they're any good or not to be honest with you um uh, but lumpkin county beat union 44 to 27 in game one and then lumpkin beat franklin uh 47 to 7 in game two this, this is going to be a harder opponent than Pike, Christian Heritage, or Chattooga. I think this is going to be the best team that uh, that Temple has seen so far yet this year. Uh, but Temple is getting them at home. And, I, dude, I just I, I have a feeling that Temple is going to be 5-0 and going into that September 22nd matchup versus Bowden. Um, yeah, give me, give me Temple. Give me Temple as a two-point dog. I would take Temple on the money line here. Uh, and give you know if, if there's an over under on Team Russian, give me the over at 300. Yeah, I mean, no joke. Yeah, I just I think once again I think Temple sort of like their softball team. I think they're underrated right now, man. I, I don't think people who are not in the know and you know don't you know talk to Coach Corey Nix every single week uh, about that team out there and aren't intimately tied into the Temple program. I just think they're being overlooked right now and. Uh, it's it's going to come to the detriment of some of these teams. I, I just I really believe in what's going on out there. I think they're going to be five and zero when they face Bowden on September twenty second, and what a game that's going to be. Bryce, something is happening tonight that you and I have been counting down for a very 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 <laughs> long time. Oh yes, oh yes, it's back. We've reached it. We've reached it. It's finally here. The NFL season begins tonight. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, that feels good. Oh, that, we have Friday Night Lights going. We have you, college football going, and we have NFL in full swing. Are you cutting off practice just a little bit early tonight for your seven, eight-year group so just to get on we, to watch the NFL? We actually do it on Thursday nights anyways. Uh, we only practice until 730 on Thursday nights because we feed the kids on Thursday nights. Um, so we'll practice from six to seven thirty, and I will have the NFL game on. I don't know if I have a TV for them to watch. I was thinking about it. Um, I was thinking about bringing a TV out there and possibly seeing if there was any power to run. Um, yeah, I was. I was just actually thinking about because we're getting a pizza. So I thought it'd be cool if we got them pizza and had them, you know, watching watching NFL game. I thought that'd be a neat team bonding experience on Thursday nights. 
Yeah. So we get we get the NFL beginning tonight, and we figured we we'd run through the NFL schedule to, for Week One and uh, give us give our picks for each game. Yeah, we'll pick them. So uh, let's start with tonight: Lions at Chiefs. I'm going to take the Chiefs. Um, I think the Chiefs are. It, it's close though because the Lions are are starting to be really good, and I'm also taking the Chiefs on the on the idea that. Kelsey may still play, but maybe limited. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm also going with Chiefs. They're a four and a half point favorite right now. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, straight money line. I'm taking the Chiefs, a four and a half point favorite. That's a smaller line than I think a lot of people would expect. But the Lions are going to be good this year. But yeah, give me the Chiefs. Panthers at Falcons on Saturday. I'm taking the Falcons. Yeah. Um, I have not seen anything from. Carolina that makes me feel like they're going to beat us and I, I have a I just have this feeling that our defense is going to be a lot better than people think yeah I'm with you on that one I'm taking the Flackens as well as I wrote it down I can't spell this morning um, I am I'm am also taking the Falcons three and a half point favorite yeah you give me money line Falcons money line Falcons right now at a minus 186 so yeah give me the Falcons at home Bengals at Browns give me the Bengals against the Brownies I, th- I think the Bengals are going to win uh Joe Burrow is back healthy um, after injuring his knee early on. Yeah, we're going to, I'm taking the Bengals. Uh, first, first dog pick of the week for me. I'm going to take the Brownies at home. They're a two and a half point, fa- or two and a half point dog right now, minus 116 on the money line. Give me the Brownies at home to open up with a 1 0 record and win the first game in the battle for Ohio. Jags at Colts. Um, this one is a little bit tougher for me. No, it's not. It's the Jags. <laughs> I'm taking the Jags in week one over the Colts. I think they're a better team than the Colts are right now. And that, that's where I'm, I'm picking. Yeah, four and a half point favorite. Uh, Jags are a favorite on the road. Give me the Jags. The, the Indianapolis Colts right now are a dumpster fire of an organization. Bucks at um, Vikings. And I'm taking the Vikings here. I think the Vikings are a b- much better team than the Bucks, and uh, I'm going to set the line at one and a half interceptions that Baker Mayfield throws to the defense in Minnesota. Uh, yeah, give me give me the Vikings at home as well. They're a six-point favorite right now, and I wouldn't be shocked if you saw Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask in this game. It's going to be a long year for the Bucks. Titans at Saints. Um, you will never, ever, ever, ever hear me pick the Saints. <laughs> Just not happening. Um, I'm taking the Titans in this game. Saints are a three-point favorite at home, minus 158 on the money line. I'm going to go Saints at home. I really don't know what either one of these teams have. Um, I, I think they're both kind of going to kind of be middle-of-the-road 500 teams, but give me the Saints at home. 49ers at Steelers. <laughs> this one's became a lot more interesting now. Um, I'm taking the 49ers because I just have a, a better feeling. Uh, they've got Purdy. Party at QB. They've they've got a newly minted a um, million billion dollar man and Bosa at, at, at the end. Yeah, I'm taking the 49ers. Give me the Steelers at home, man. I like Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickens, uh, Nosh Harris, TJ. What? Give me the Steelers at home, man. I think the Steelers are gonna one and zero in the season. In a game that doesn't matter where. Damn, it's Cardinals <laughs> no. at, at Tommy's. Um, <laughs> like. The second okay. second uh, biggest spread of the week as well. I, and I'm going to take the commies. Um, I, I don't think the Cardinals have anything like anything. Cardinals so give me are the terrible. Yeah. 
Cardinals are terrible right now, Billy. Uh, the commies, the commies are a seven point favorite at home. The over under right now, the team total over under right now is at 38 and a half. Um, so that's, that's, you know, that's, that's one team score usually in the NFL. Give me the commies at home. The Cardinals are terrible. I don't, I, they're, they're, they're trying to tank for Caleb Williams. Uh, Texans at Ravens. Give me the Ravens. Yeah, this is the biggest spread of the weekend. Ravens minus 10 at home. They're a minus 510 on the money line. Give me the Ravens at home. Packers at Bears. Bears. Uh, Bears. Uh, uh, give, Bears. Me, give me the... Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you picking? I'm picking the pack on the road. The pack on the road are a point and a half dog right now. They're a plus 100 on the money line. It's essentially almost a pick em game. Uh, I think the Packers are going to surprise a lot of people. I think they're going to be much more competitive this year. And I like the Packers just own the Bears. I love Justin Fields, and I hope I'm wrong because I'm, I'm cheering for him. But I give me the pack on the road. You know, I'm, it makes me feel better that, like, I'm having a hard time choosing this game now that it's a pick em, you yeah, know, essentially. Yeah. Um, you know what? Give me the Bears at home. Okay. okay. I don't think there's a wrong pick right there. I think either pick is a good pick. Raiders at Broncos. Uh, give me the Raiders on the road. Um, I don't trust the Broncos as far as I can throw them, and um, I shouldn't throw them with my bad backs. <laughs> if you get that reference, you and I can be friends. <laughs> uh, give me the Raiders also on the road. I, I don't have any faith in Mr. Unlimited. Uh, I, I don't know if I'll ever pick the Broncos this year. I can't stand Russell Wilson. Give me the Raiders uh, on the road as a four-point dog. Eagles at Pats. Give me the birds. Yeah, give me the birds. They're going to be the best team in the NFC. Minus four uh, on the road. So they're essentially an 11-point favorite. Give me uh, give me the Eagles. Fins to the left at the Chargers. Uh, Dolphins. Uh, give, me, give me the Chargers. Give me the Dolphins on the road. They're a three-point dog right now. I think they're going to be very, very good. Uh, as long as Tua can stay healthy, the, the Dolphins are going to be a phenomenal team. I think the defense is going to stop Tua. So that, give me the Chargers. Uh, Rams at Seahawks. And this one is weird. Give me the Seahawks. Give me the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, man. I, I like the Seahawks this year. I like Geno Smith. And going back, Billy, just real quick to uh, that Dolphins-Chargers game. It has the second highest team total over under for the weekend uh, at 50 and a half. So they think it's going to be a very offensive game. But um, yeah, give me the Seahawks at home. I I like Geno Smith. Uh, I like what the Seahawks are doing up there this year. Cowboys at Giants. This one, I don't I know you're not looking forward to. Um, This one's going to be interesting. What's the line on this Uh, line right now is three and a half at Dallas. Dallas. Dallas is a three and a half road favorite. So they're essentially a, a full be, touchdown yeah, favorite. Yeah, be ten and a half. You know what? Give me the Giants. Give me the Giants at home. Not a bad pick. It really isn't. I'm going to pick the Cowboys on the road. I I I just don't know what we're going to have this year. Honestly, I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on in Dallas. Um, but give me give me the boys. Give me the boys as a three and a half point uh, road road favorite. Finally, Bills at Jets. Oh, God, the Monday night game, dude. What a Monday night game. Oh, man, this is this is tough. This is tough. Circle the wagons, boys. Bills win this one. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, you know what? Give me the Jets. Give me the Jets as home dogs. They're two and a half point dogs at home. Uh, give me the Jets and AA Ron to uh, to win his debut in New York. And yeah, give me the Jets. Give me the Jets as a two and a half point dog. Okay. Speaking of Pickham, I, I got to throw this out there because we've had some fun. So, Rich Fenley found out last night that I picked Bremen last week. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he kind of he kind of grabbed me last night after his interview he's like you better not pick against us the rest of the year i said i'm not coach <laughs> oh that's amazing oh that's awesome i love coach Rich Finley. <laughs> oh man uh billy let's get to the marine south scoreboard from last night the only game we had bowden playing in softball against our mouche uh, Bowden won 16 to nothing over the French foreign exchange students. So congratulations to the Lady Red Devils. On the Smith's floor coverings, games and events calendar for tonight, Bowden is at Tryon in softball. They have a double header. Bremen is at home versus Gordon Lee. Central is at home versus Snorlaxville. Uh, Heard County is at home versus Lamar County. Mount Zion's at home versus North Cobb Christian. Temple is on the road at Crawford County, and Villarica is hosting Lithia Springs and trying to keep their region opponents uh, at zero runs scored against the Lady Wildcats. In volleyball, Carrollton is on the road at Norcross. They will play Norcross, Denmark, and North Paulding tonight, all in volleyball. Hurd is on the road at Central. They will play Central and Bremen. Villarica on the road at Woodland. And Temple is on the road at North Oconee. They will play North Oconee and Hart County. If you're interested, uh, I will be calling softball tonight. Central at Sonoraville. Nice. Or, excuse me, Sonoraville at Central. Yeah. So I will yeah. be I'll be on the call for that game. Cool. Sweet. Tune in. Tune in and listen. Uh, Bryson, need another cup of coffee? Indeed, I do, sir. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goose Real Estate Group. Uh, Jimmy Buffett. Fun fact. Uh, he has written three number one bestseller books, Tales from Margaritaville, a novel, Where is Joe Merchant, and his biography, A Pirate Looks at 50. And I showed you a picture last night or yesterday of, I think, his first book, right? Yes. Um, Tales from Margaritaville, and a paperback book was going for over $200 <laughs> on Amazon. Jeez, dude. Like what? Yeah, uh, that's pretty. That's pretty crazy. I sent that picture to Emily, and I said, uh, "Early birthday present?" Question mark. Um, so, yeah, I've re- I've read uh, uh, the um, the pi- pirate looks at fifty. I've read that book, but I haven't read his other two books, and I'll those will be on my shelf uh, sooner rather than later to read those from uh, from the man, the myth, the legend, Jimmy Buffett. Uh, I brought it up earlier today. Uh, the NFL has a new highest paid defensive player in history as 49ers Nick Bosa signs a five-year, $170 million, $122.5 guaranteed contract. Yeah, good for him, dude. I want to see, you know, I want to see everybody get paid. I'm, I won't I won't sit there and, you know, poo-poo big contracts dude if you're worth if you're you're worth what you can get out of your employer so congratulations to nick boza highest paid defensive player man lsu's mulkey set to ink women's hopes richest packed at 32 million yeah I, once again you're worth what you can get out of your employer uh that's awesome dude 32 million dollars lsu she earns it man that that lsu women's team is an absolute wagon 
uh, and they're going to be good for uh, quite a while with her at the helm. So that's awesome. Congratulations. Cardinals coach Jonathan Gannon, he he still hasn't picked a starting quarterback. Please tell me you saw like the pregame speech that he gave to the Cardinals. No, I missed it. You're going to have to send that one to me. <laughs> it's so terrible. It's so awful. He's just like, yeah, you get off the bus and you got fire in your belly. You got to ask yourself, is, is that fire in my belly for the game today? How do I get that fire going if it's not there? You need to get that fire lit. Like that's like le- that. the legit, it, dude. It's so it's it's terrible. The Cardinals are going to be the worst team in football this year. I think they're going to be worse than the Texans. Oh God. Uh, okay. Uh, moving on. The Rams don't want to rush Cooper Cup and rule him out for Sunday versus Seattle. Uh, yeah, I mean, I understand it. You you don't let him play against Seattle. He's out for the week. He's out for the weekend. Uh, he's going to be one of those guys that you're going to need in the long run if the Rams are going to try to make any type of push in that division uh it's an uphill battle man because the rams are completely depleted they they won that super bowl and that was pretty much their all-in chips for the next decade uh so i understand them not wanting to rush cooper cup back i i I understand that but you know in the same vein they they kind of need all all hands on deck um uh, you know uh, i think i think stetson bennett i think he might be out for uh for this week I forget who the backup's going to be this week, but yeah, the Rams The Rams kind of depleted this week in week one. And then finally today in 1986, the Cleveland Browns become the first team in NFL history to have a play reviewed by instant replay. Chicago wins this one 41-31. Did you know that it was that long ago? 1986? No, I, I didn't think instant replay happened until at least the 90s i didn't either that really shocked me when i read that the other day when i was prepping for the pod i was like 1986 wow that's that's really early for instant replay yeah i don't think it was as uh, as standard as it is in today's game where you get an instant replay or uh um where you get a excuse me a, a review um every every third play uh but yeah the review via instant replay in 1986 man that was that was pretty crazy you got anything else for us buddy Nah, man, let's get out of here on a Friday, Junior, and uh, it's all downhill from here, heading to the weekend. Yes, sir. Friday, Junior, tomorrow's Friday. We'll have a big fiscally irresponsible Friday tomorrow. But until then, I'm Billy Lindahl. He's Bryce Farling. We'll talk to you tomorrow, same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!